Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Welcome back to Joe vs. the Minute, a Movies by Minute podcast that analyzes the 1990 film Joe vs. the Volcano one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele, and I am not joined by Jarf because this is a special podcast live, but not live, from New York City! Yay! No. From the Pierre Hotel in New York. (laughs) With us tonight is Chris Callahan. (laughs) I have a terrible what's-his-face from Saturday Night Live. Don Pardo. Don Pardo. That was my Don Pardo. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about minute 43 of Joe vs. the Volcano. It starts with the luggage salesman describing their premier steamer trunk. And it ends with Marshall dropping Joe off at the Pierre. And so obviously anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I saw this movie at a young age and it imprinted on me very strongly. And so since I was a child, I've been convinced that staying at the Pierre must be the greatest, classiest, fanciest thing you could ever do in your life. And now I've done it. (laughs) Hey, very nice. So we will talk about what happened in this minute, but we will also talk about the wonderful Hotel Le Pierre. We do not get any money for doing this. In fact, we've given them quite a bit of money for doing this, but I don't care because I love it so much. They want a sponsor. You know, we could always talk. Yeah, I mean, we're happy to be reimbursed. So (laughs) you've got our credit card on file. So Chris Callahan, welcome to Joe versus the Minute. Thank you. Hi, hi. Had you seen this movie before? I have. It's been a long time. I think when I saw it first, I've only seen it once all the way through, I'm wondering. But it was uh, when I was pretty young um, with my friends uh, Emily and Quinn Turner. I think it was their dad, Damien, who suggested the movie. And so I remember... I remember bits and pieces. I still remember a bit of the 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 opening few scenes where he's really in the like the dark workplace. And I remember a bit about the. I still remember like sort of the ending shot. So I remember <laughs> bits and pieces throughout. Um, I did, did not remember about specifically the Pierre. That's mm. been interesting watching the minute. But um, and I think when I was I was young enough where a lot of the themes kind of went over my head a bit, but I still enjoyed it. There's some good stuff yeah. in it. Yeah. Well, we start out still on this amazing shopping trip. I did not go to Hamaker Schlummer and this oh, place, yeah. and I did not buy four premier steamer trunks. But this is the minute where the luggage he uh, the luggage salesman says, and I love this line I use all the time. If I had the need and the wherewithal, yes. <laughs> that guy's a good salesman. Oh, my goodness. So I realized, I don't think we talked last week that this is Barry McGovern. He's an Irish actor, and he has been in a few other things, obviously. Braveheart, but Joe vs. Volcano is pretty high up on things he gets recognized for. And with lines like this, who wouldn't? I I mean, come on. But yeah, it's mostly Irish stuff, and it's funny. We were looking through it, like the TV shows he's been on, and it's like, okay, well, they film in Ireland, so that makes sense. I seem to do a lot of TV last several years, yeah. Yeah, and who could blame him? And then one thing that I really loved, I was looking through his trivia and about this, uh, his son's an actor, all this good stuff. He has played, all right, so he does a lot of Irish theater too. Interpreter of the absurdist plays of Samuel Beckett. He has played the role of Vladimir in Beckett's Waiting for Godot more than any other living actor. So, hey. It's pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. It looks like he has a cool quote type, but he's also played some of the other main characters in it too. 
But yeah. it sounds like it's a great, he does it well. So. Yeah. And he delivers his famous line that is probably what most people remember about him. May you live to be a thousand years old, sir. Well, he could sell just about anything, I'd say. I love that we're getting to know Joe better in these minutes because Joe's a little like, thanks, sing to you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's he's coming into his own. But also, when we see him next in the car with Marshall, you can tell he isn't very confident in himself. Like, you can see him looking back and forth to, like, gauge Marshall's reaction to what he's saying. Yeah. So this is really a transformative week. Yeah, and Marshall's a good guy to really, he knows mm-hmm. what to do. He knows to bring him to the right spots. Well, and it's not... We've mentioned this before, like, if Joe had said, oh, I've always wanted, if Joe had said as a little boy, I saw a reference to staying at the plaza and I always wanted to stay there, Marshall would have taken him to the plaza. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's the fact that Joe clearly doesn't know what he wants and he's looking to Marshall for guidance. And and he even says, he's like, the plaza's nice. I'll take you to the plaza. No big deal. But when asked his opinion, he says, if it was him, he would stay at the pier. Yes. Definitely, Marshall's definitely in that mode of like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to leave it open. So if you want more information, I can, yeah. I can get you there. And the pier is right around the corner from the That's plaza, the actually. Very <laughs> close, yeah. It's uh, it's now a Taj Hotel, so it is owned by a chain, but it's still a luxury hotel, and it's still in the same building. It's still right across from the park. It's it's really nice because we, we see when he gets off that's the Fifth Avenue entrance. Like, you can see the park across the street behind the car when they're unloading the luggage and everything. We're only staying for one night. We did not have as much luggage as Joe, though. <laughs> yes. A little quick. We could take it all up ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they, the doorman no longer wear that same uniform. So I have two theories on why this bellhop is... Because Tabitha was like, he gets really kind of up in his face. And I think it's just more an awkwardness thing. Mm. And I have two theories on that. Yeah. So theory number one is this was not an actor. This was an actual bellhop at the hotel. Okay. Who was told, tell this guy his bags are ready at check-in. Figuring like, well, you say that to people all the time. What's the big deal? Yeah. But he got very nervous because the cameras were on. And so he does deliver his line, but it's just a little awkward. Theory number two is that that is an actor, but this is his first speaking line. He's going to go and apply for his SAG-AFTRA card as soon as this is done. And he just got nervous delivering his first line ever to Tom Hanks. You know. Because this movie, this is filmed in 1989. Tom Hanks... You know, wasn't capital T, capital H Tom Hanks yet, but he was a star. And it was just before he had his big dramatic jump, but he still yes. had a really established. He was, he was yeah. a famous actor. And yeah. so I think either way could be that he's a little bit nervous. That would make some sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was looking for the year and the Pierre New York, it just says originally founded more than 85 years ago. And it's like, surely the year is somewhere in this hotel room, <laughs> but I'm too lazy Need to look answers. for it. But yeah, yeah. definitely a solid again. That's similar too. like I had never really heard much about the Pierre. I had known about the plaza mm-hmm. um, for while growing up for the Eloise books, especially. But yeah, this place is very nice. 
Yeah, I like, I was telling Chris, it reminds me of, it's like the city version of the Otisaga, which is a resort in Cooperstown, New York, that we've gone to, which is an old hotel. And Chris's family has been going there for years and years. Like all the ladies that work the dining room know him and his friends and have watched them grow up. And I was like, this feels like the city version of that. Like it has the old fashioned elevators with a little seat built in for the elevator operator to sit on. And um, it feels weird to say the threadbare carpets, but the worn carpets in the hallway, like it just, it feels like an old hotel. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. Definitely see a lot of the old style. And it seems like when, as before, like people were a little nervous about the Taj when they took it over. It was going to make a lot of changes. But yeah. They've kept a lot of the, the original, I'm sure. Yeah. And because it's owned by Taj, there's a big Indian influence, which yeah. is kind of cool. Like the stuff in the bathroom is Rajasthan scent by Etro oh, yeah. and they offer tea and tiffin and so it's yeah. I was not brave enough to try the 1948 Indian menu inspired options at dinner it's last a little, night a little spicier I'm sure yeah when Marshall drops Joe off Joe invites him to dinner hey that's such a sweet yeah I, like, I really like that moment they have a good relationship together and I I like that he doesn't so he's like, Marshall, I'm wondering if you'd like to have dinner with me tonight. You know, we're yeah. just keeping it very casual, but inviting him to dinner. And this is where we get that line like, oh, I can't. I got the wife and kids back home. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we've speculated about Marshall's family and where he lives. I was just going to ask that, where people you're thinking where so, he's at. Oh, cool. Not Staten Island, I hope. Now, I do have an update, too. Oh, um, yes. So I think the we thing about who the bellhop is. So I looked him up. So actor Craig Wickman, and he only lists four titles. And it's weird because it says Joe versus the Volcano, uncredited as the bellhop. Next film, 2006, hmm. The Changeling, which I believe was that one with um, Angelina Jolie. Then uh, The Devil You Know, a short film. And then The Adventures of Paul and Marion in 2014. So keep an eye out. He's I'm just disappointed because I little peek behind the curtain for our listeners. I don't have on my glasses, and I thought that was the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. So that would have been an interesting <laughs> turn. But no. When you started reading that, I'm like, oh, that doesn't say Winnie the Pooh. Hold up. There's also Pierre Bellhop. <gasps> Wait a minute. What? Throw you off. Yep. Kevin Ash. That's got to be see. him. Kevin Ash. All right. See this guy. Oh, he's actually become more of a producer than an actor. He's lots of stuff, but he's been on, oh, did the Law and Order. Mm-hmm. That's a New York thing to do. <laughs> um, Pendence Day is a cab driver. <gasps> Ooh. Paper, Ooh, the Age of Innocence was 93, the next one after Joe. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, cab victim in planes, trains, and automobiles. So this wasn't his first role. Okay. Oh, hold up. Crocodile Dundee, he played a plaza bellhop. So he's done bellhop plaza and Pierre. Little uh, little controversy there. Job hopping yep, so by the bellhop. Kevin Ash. Okay. But it seems like today he's doing lots of uh, producing. There you go. Well, if Kevin Ash listens to our show, I hope he does not feel insulted that Tabitha was less than impressed with his uh, customer service in this minute. I mm-hmm. never noticed that it's a problem. Hey, it's only because last week Tabitha was like, that bellhop's kind of weird in the next minute that I was like now super aware of it. <laughs> you know? So there you go, Kevin Ash. Yeah. 35 years of life on this planet never occurred to me that that was weird until <laughs> doing this project. <laughs> I will say the uniforms are not the same. 
And yeah. so I was joking, they don't have the little pillbox hat on top. Oh, yeah. Which I'm sure for bellhops, it's not called that. But if you're Jackie Kennedy, it's called that. So <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Um, it's just a normal, you know, doorman uniform hat outside. <laughs> so I was joking that maybe that improved their mood. Oh, yeah. Because it's hard to like, kudos to them. It's hard to be pleasant when you have a little strip of elastic under your chin. Oh, right underneath. Yeah, yeah. That's a little kind of a different. It's obnoxious. You have to make sure the right size could kind of pull a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we will talk more about the Pierre tomorrow, but so excited i was so excited to finally get to cross this off my bucket list yeah it was a good we had luckily you know the weather was not the greatest coming in it was pretty rainy but by the time we got off the train it had lightened up a bit easy to Mm -hmm. walk from grand central the way up the street Yep. Nice walk, always. Yeah. Like I said, we're only staying one night, so we didn't have a lot of stuff yeah, with us. Not much luggage, but yeah, good walk up. Um, mm-hmm. Streets kind of moved pretty. It was a Sunday, so streets were nothing too, too crazy. Yep. Good mix of stuff going on. Um, I was, I can tell you a little bit, We uh, no, this weekend I didn't think about, but it's the middle of the World Series. And if things had gone differently in the prior ALCS, I might have had more frustration with fans of a certain team in this town running we are red sox fans there you go (laughs) so either way it was a little bit calmer on that front yes definitely uh, but yeah, nice, nice yeah. walk. Yeah, I didn't even think of that when we were planning. Oh it, yeah, it would be World Series time. But yeah, so a yeah, calmer on that end. And uh, walking up, had to walk past some police barriers, and I won't get into it. I'll just say that this episode is going to air in 2020. Don't forget to vote. Start getting ready. Start hey. marshalling yourselves. To... Are you registered? Actually, I can tell people vote.org. Yeah. Very simple place to go. Get information. Wonder what you're up to. Yes. Yes. Reclaim those streets so that I can hang out in front of Tiffany's and not feel weird. Yes. Walk by there and then, yeah, checked in. Very pleasant check-in experience. (laughs) Like the little... um, The entrance is kind of interesting. Kind of have to go around a corner. There's like kind of two... Well, there's two entrances because it's on a corner. So there's the Fifth Avenue entrance, which is where Joe is dropped off. Yes. And then on... 60th or 61st? Yeah, I think 61st. 61st, maybe. One of those (laughs) is the entrance that goes directly into the check-in lobby. And so the Fifth Avenue entrance, you're actually going first towards the rotunda which we'll talk about tomorrow and the elevators yeah and so we had to walk past the elevators to check in and then come back but yeah so yeah not too big a deal check the layout and then when we came back later i felt a little self-conscious where i was very aware that i'm running around the pier in like ll bean duck boots Mate. and my army jacket but it it was raining like oh no, that's, that's that's what i have for waterproof shoes yeah, we'll get that no 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 that worked fine i uh i had to take a, a little bit to to kind of adjust my brain to be like, okay, we're in fancy New York now. I'm going to be the most casually dressed person, and that's okay. <laughs> yes, no, it was fun. So that has been our adventure thus far, but we are going to talk more about Joe's adventure on Wednesday. I'm trying to remember if there's things we do on Monday. Oh, Monday, we plug things. Hey, wait a minute. 
Woohoo! So you're listening to Joe versus the Minute. So you probably know that we're a Growler Media podcast. If you go to growlermedia.com, you'll see our podcast. You'll see the Never Ending Minute, which is this style of podcast, but for the Never Ending Story. Someone's also done Beauty and the Beastly Minute about the animated Disney version oh, of yeah. Beauty and the Beast. I like that one. And we have a Facebook group, the Joe versus the Minute Listeners Luggage Raft. Hey, luggage sounds important. Ah, it's uh, almost like luggage is a whole thing. Yeah, you missed my conversation last week on how desperately I wanted a steamer trunk like this as a kid. Oh. Like, like, it kind of makes sense, right? Like, you know, yeah. first of all, I watched this movie and I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> and then Samantha, the American Girl doll, had one yeah. like this. And then I was a camp junkie. So, so I have a trunk yeah. that still travels with us. It's not a steamer trunk, but like I'm very much in that realm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what would you plug? Let's see. You are one of the few people who doesn't have their own podcast. I know. I was like, all oh, these people have to figure something out soon. Who knows? But um, right now, yeah. I mean, if you want to catch me on Twitter, I'm mostly retweeting weird things. <laughs> at It's at PCChrisC. So I'm just usually checking things out for interesting clips of old TV shows or Lego catalogs. I don't know, something out there. Yeah. And now, but Succession the, isn't running, so yeah, that's I'll have to find done. some new little things to air uh, to put on there. But um, now this on another podcast. I don't know if I'll still be playing it by then. Who knows where the game will be at? We might be shut down by then. But <laughs> the Mario Kart mobile game, Mario Kart Tour, if you want to connect my ID, because Nintendo loves these long IDs to connect. 6216-7561-9157. My player ID. That's that. But again, go to Twitter, <laughs> look at weird stuff. It's good. We did go to the Nintendo store. Oh, that yes. was not a stop on Joe's shopping trip, no. but it was a stop on ours. It was good. <laughs> So I think we're about to get a life lesson here in yes. front of the Pierre. Yes. So I'm going to learn more about that. Because, yeah, Marshall's last line in this minute is, haven't you got anybody? <laughs> oh, or no, that. I think it cuts off. I think it cuts off at his listen. Oh, yes. He's like, listen. Ah, well, so, that no. was a spoiler for Wednesday. <laughs> yes. So get ready for that. So come back on Wednesday, rejoin us then. In the meantime, feel free to listen to other podcasts that we enjoy. I'm a big fan of what I call the Smackleroy family of podcasts. Anything by the McElroy brothers or Dr. Sydney McElroy's family, the Smurls. She does the podcast Still Buffering with her two sisters and there's just and now her dad has a podcast. It's very sweet and lovely and wonderful. So keep yourselves busy and then come back on Wednesday and we will talk some more about Joe's night in Manhattan. Yes. There is an outro, but it Jarf usually leads into it. Now I don't know. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.